What's going on, buddy? This is The Burn Down. I'm Justin. I'm Eric. Today's episode is crazy sales stories. We're both in sales. We've got some killer stories from over the years, and we're going to talk about them coming up next on The Burn Down. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Burn Down Podcast. Today... We're gonna be talking about oh what what you oh oh you see oh you see, <laughs> oh, you see that right oh you see this oh you see this right yeah. it's available <laughs> this is available now we got it yo check out the back though ah oh, what up though let's fucking go sorry I had to completely cut you off Come with on. the new merch man the mer- the merch is fresh off the press just came in today we hyped we hyped we probably should have waited a little bit but I couldn't fucking wait man. Yeah. We've been waiting a long time. I was, it was, I was ready to go. We got the merch. So the merch is ready. The brand new T-shirts. We got small, medium, large, XL. Slide into our DMs if you want one. And I know you do. We know you do. Woo! Woo! So today's episode is going to be a quick one. It's going to be more of a conversational one. Yeah. So it's. I haven't conversed in ages. It's. It, we're both in sales. And we just said I had a I had a a good story yesterday when I was in the city. And I said let's just have some funny sales stories, some loopy stuff. You know, we're, we're we deal with people every single day, so you know we have to have some funny stories. When you're in sales, it's a people business, and there's a lot of loopy, a lot of crazy, a lot of weird people oh, yeah. out there. Oh yeah. So let's cut the cigar first. Let's get a drink poured, and let's swap some stories. What do you say? Let's do it. So what are you smoking today? I have the Nova Club Edition. Ooh. Can't go wrong with a Nova. Nova, if you guys don't know, a, a boutique company down in Nova, 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 down in Delray Beach over there. Uh, one of our favorites, fellow guest Leo, has been on the podcast. Our first guest of this podcast was Nova Cigar. What do you got over there? I don't know. Thinking about this one. That one's good. I've had that. I think I've had that on the podcast. Oh yeah. Well, that's yeah. the one I'm going to be doing. Perfect. And this. This is. Oh, look at it. Oh, I was like, where the fuck's my cutter? Uh, this is the uh, Bandolero uh, Special Selection 54 by Traficantes. This is uh, Series T. I think this is by Traficantes, right? It says Traficantes. I, think, I thought that was United Cigars, I honestly. Was, I thought it was United, too, but then I saw Traficantes on the label. Maybe it's like a collab cigar? Could be. Uh, but this is Bandolero Special Selection 54 Series T. Um, and then what we drinking? what we drinking on is this Smooth Whiskey by Old Camp. American Blended Whiskey. Old Camp USA. Yeah, this was a birthday gift. Uh, I've never opened it. As you can see, it's completely sealed. Um, but it's American-style whiskey, and we're going to give it a shot. Two per- 20% bourbon whiskey, two-year-old, two 80% grain, neutral spirits. I don't know what that means, but it no sounds good. But we're going to cut these. We're going to light these. We're going to pour that out. We'll be right back. Dog, let's get into it. So, this is more of a conversational podcast. We like doing these conversational podcasts because, you know, it's a little bit more f- more flow. We have a lot of videos that we're putting out that are more focused on specific topics for cigar smokers, whether it be, you know, top five cigars or how to cut a cigar, how to light a cigar, or top five reasons why you should start a podcast. Oh, the lemon, too. Did you even squeeze it in there? Or no, you just dropped it in? 
You let let it chill. Dang, you got to squeeze that bitch. Nah, you let it chill, baby. Let it chill. Try it. Try the Eric Chill version, all right? So we have. So now we, we decided to start doing a little bit more of these conversation ones. We have a topic, and we're just going to kind of go back and forth, much like chilling in a lounge, right? Yeah. So we got some crazy stories. We're both in sales. Yeah. Okay? We, we've got plenty of stories from over the years about crazy customers, crazy things that happened to us. So let me tell you. And then something happened to you, and I want to hear this story, man. So this, so this happened to me yesterday. The floor... <laughs> Is yours. So I'm going to try and make it short, but, you know, just focus on the on the points here. The fuck is that? Oh, my God. That's so much lower. Pour some more. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> it's not even covering the lemon. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is no, that? What the hell is this? What, what do you think? of a child? Come on now. I have a child. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. Pour I some. Have, <laughs> you know what that's from? Titanic. <laughs> I have a child. I have a child. Please, I have a child. I'm all she has in the world. Um, it's all I have left in this world. Yeah. Did you pour me some more? Oh, did, I thought you were good and you just fucked me over. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, okay. You just plain fucked me now. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so I'm in sales. So I work with electrical contractors. Oh, before we do that, let's cheers to the yeah, episode. Here we go. Cheers to the episode. Cheers to the episode. All right. Cheers Solid. to sales. Let's hear this story. So I'm in construction sales. I work with electrical contractors, general contractors, developers, people like that. So I had this general contractor come to me last minute. The project's already started. You know, it's like, I need this now. What, what we originally d- were doing with didn't work out. I need a number now. And we had like a mutual connection. That's how we found us. So I jumped all the hoops. I did all the things I had to do, connected all the docs to, to get him where uh, he needed me to be. I did a lot of stuff for it. So yeah, pulling out all the stops. Yeah, pulling out, and you know we're texting every day, calling every day. He's texting me while he's on vacation. Hey, you just send me the email. Constant communication. I'm like, all right, this guy's serious. So after I send him over everything and, and, and work it, work it all out, just ghosts me. I'm like, just man, like that. I'm like, you know what, man? I've been down this road before. They want, 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 and they get it, and then they they use you. Oh, so wait, home. They already got it. Like you, I sent over the, I sent over my proposals for the bid and everything like that. Oh, so it's not like they, they didn't get their product yet. No, or no, nothing. no. Okay, yeah, they okay. they sent out the, I sent out the proposals for the bid. So then, like two weeks go by, three weeks go by, and I've been calling them, texting them, nothing, nothing, no answer. So I said, you know what? I know the job site. I know the address. I'm just gonna go to the job site and just say, what's up, man? Just want to know. Hey, did you make a decision? Did you go with me? Did you not go with me? Just let me know. I don't, I don't like yeah. to be left on right, right, right. Hinged. So I go there, go on the job site, get the hard hat on, going over. End up in a. I'm in the cellar of a freaking like 18 story medical facility that's going up. And it's this guy, and he's in a he's in a jacket. I'm on a Mac computer. I'm like, hey, I'm Eric from so and so. I'm looking for so and so. And he's like, Eric from so and so in New York City here with me in my office. And I'm like, oh, this guy's this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a weird one. All right. Oh, jeez. So I ended up figuring out that it was the owner and the developer of the building who has done many many other buildings throughout New throughout New York City. Just chilling in the basement. Chilling in the basement, working on something. Half Italian, half Greek guy. So uh, half Italian, half Greek. Yeah. This guy is connected somehow. <sighs> who knows. One of them. He's so connected to one of them. We're going back and forth. This man gives me like 45 minutes of his time. We're going back and forth trying to iron out the details. He ends up telling me a story about, for people like in the Northeast in New York, they remember Wolbaum's grocery store. Yeah. You know, he helped build the first Wolbaum's, blah, blah, blah. So I guess he could see like the younger 
hungry guy in and me and him. So he's like, before you leave, let me tell you a story, kid. Just like that. And I was like, oh. Calls your kid? Yeah. I'm like, this is like a movie. I'm like in a cellar basement in New York City with a building being blown, uh, uh, constructed. And like. This is how it starts. This yeah. is the story that yeah. you remember. So he's like, you know, let me tell you a story, kid. I'm like, all right. He's like, so I help, you know, I help Mr. Wolbaum build his first store. You know, I was a young kid. You know, I wasn't, I, I was a little arrogant. You know, I was like, I didn't appreciate things I appreciated today. I'm like, okay. And he goes, so I help him build it. Brings me over to celebrate. And he's bringing me around. Hey, this is the kid that made me wall bounds. This is the kid that made me wall bounds, blah, 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 blah. So he's a pretty successful guy. So I said, hey, Mr. Wallbaums, what is your secret to success? And he goes, my secret to success, kid? I take on a lot of shit. I deal with a lot of shit. Something like that. He's like everyone's in the everyone's in the room laughing, everyone's cracking jokes, and I'm thinking, oh my god, I, I asked a terrible question. Why did I ask that? And he brings me under his wing, and he's like, I deal with a lot of shit, kid. You know what I mean by that? I wake up in the morning, my wife gives me shit. I go down to the store that you built me, I deal with customers, and they give me shit. I come home, I deal with my kids, and they give me shit because they want more stuff than I can give them. I deal with a lot of shit, and that's why I'm successful. So he goes, Eric, I want to work with you on my terms and not yours i deal with a lot of shit and that's why i'm successful see what you can do and i'm like okay take a lot of shit take a lot of shit <laughs> and i and so he's obviously a cajillionaire a huge entrepreneur we, obviously we admire <laughs> which is indeed a number cajillion yeah it is yeah so you know we admire those type of guys we read the books we listen to them so i came out of that conversation i was like what the fuck just i'm like you feel drunk. I was like, I was 45 <laughs> minutes. I was so focused on a conversation because like, this could be like a pivotal moment, you know, in, the, in my career almost, yeah. you know, it's like, if I never went to that job site, you know, who knows right, what right, would right. happen. Yeah. So I'm such in a daze. I'm in the car telling my co my colleague the story. I'm so, so you're in Manhattan, right? So, you know, the roads or the blocks are already tight. There's oh, yeah. cars on left and right side parked. Yeah, there's room for like half a car. Exactly. <laughs> so I see a, I see a minivan. It's kind of like to the right, but it it's it looks like she's parked to the right. And I'm like, really? She's stopped right here on this tight road? So me being in such a daze, I'm literally going around her. And our mirrors are like this. And she's looking at me like, what the uh, fuck are you doing? And I'm looking at her like, really? Like, you, you parked at this? So as like, soon as my mirror gets like this much further, she goes, Nyang! and hits my mirror. I'm like, what the? What's wrong with this lady? What the hell is wrong with you? Then I realized, holy shit, the light just turned green. I was just going around her at a red light. <laughs> I was like, I was not even paying into a, attention to the traffic. She was stopped at a red light. Oh, oh my God, I'm <laughs> like, go right but, through it. Because I this conversation, I was like, holy shit. I'm like, I was just like speaking to someone who has like made it, like someone who we talk about all the time, an entrepreneur, you know, a million kajillionaire that's made it, and I was able to have like 45 minutes of his time, and I was like, wow. So hopefully put you, put you in a freaking trance. Yeah, it did. So hopefully it works out. Hopefully my uh, hard work and conversation pays off. But that's Just what started this whole conversation. So got to take a lot of shit, man. Got to take a lot of shit, and it's true. You do got to take a lot of shit. You know, you, if you I'll think tell about you a story about how about taking some shit, and it's funny because it reminds me of you got you got to take shit from from customers. Like he was saying, you know, I get to they get to store customers give me shit, but you can't you can't really say anything. Right, you just gotta eat it. You gotta take it and say, you know, I totally understand. I get where you're coming from. I'll do everything I can. Whatever. Right? You gotta take it. Sometimes you want to be like you're a fucking moron. Yeah. But so there's a story of 
I had a customer down in Philly, in um, Philly region. There's a town called King of Prussia. Yeah, down for in, sure. Right? KOP, they call it. KOP. And I had a customer down there, and he, he sends me an email, and he says, hey, listen, you know, your parts, the part's not working. All right, for those who don't know, I'm in uh, the semiconductor business. That's my full, my day job right now, semiconductor sales, okay? And um, it's a shit inside your cell phone. That's why I, oh, I always tell people because everybody, you know, nowadays a lot of people know what semiconductors is, like, but it's a shit inside your cell phone. But like, anybody goes, what's semi? Like, I was telling, oh, I'm a regional sales manager for semiconductor manufacturing. Like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> like, we make the shit that's like inside satellites, inside your cell phone, inside computers, yep. all those tiny little fucking chips. We make that. Anyway, uh, customer says your part's not working. I'm like, all right, what do you mean my part's not like? What do you mean it's not working? He's like, it's just not working. It. I go, all right, well, tell me what? Is, what do you mean it's not working? Right? Is it like? Did it blow up? Is it not outputting voltage? Is it not turning on? Like, tell me specifically. So he goes, it, it locks up. It freezes. Because it's a part that kind of, um, it, you can use your computer to talk to it to kind of evaluate it. So he had the part hooked up to his computer. He's evaluating it. And he's like, hey, it doesn't work. It locks up and I can't, I can't talk to it anymore. So I said, okay. So I go down there. I go to KOP. And I, I go into his lab, and I'm like, all right, show me what you're doing, okay? He's like, it just does, it freezes on. I said, show me. So he's like, okay, see, so watch. I turn it on, no problem. I turn it off, no problem. He goes, and I turn it on, and I turn it off, and I turn it on, I turn it off, turn it on, turn it on, turn it on, and it fucking freezes. I look out, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Well, why the fuck are you what? turning it on and off a thousand times in a, in a minute? Why is he doing that? He was just like, it just freezes on me. But what's his explanation? He didn't have one. He just goes, he was basically trying to break it so that he could come to us and be like, see, your part doesn't fucking work. I told you. I go, but in what real world scenario would you do that? <laughs> if I went to my microwave and pushed the start button a thousand times in under a minute, it would probably freeze on me and break. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't work anymore. But maybe, of maybe. course you can't. I wanted to tell you, you're a fucking idiot. Why would you do that? But can't do that. Maybe you just like your pretty face. Dude, can't do that. Oh, yeah. So that was, uh, he's, he was always an interesting, uh, interesting that's customer. A, that's, a, that's a good one. You traveled all the way down to Pennsylvania to deal with it. For that. Yeah. Needless to say, when I went then out. You went, then you go back on the train and went home. No, I went out and I got, I got drunk. Oh. Well, at least it wasn't totally not worth it. Oh, no. I went, I went down. I saw a couple other customers yeah. in the area. You get right. But I just, I'm like, you, made, you brought me down for this? Man, come on. Son of a bitch. So, but you have to come up with some bullshit excuse like, like oh, I told him like oh, you know, there's like a there's a delay. You got to give it like a you know, half a second delay if you otherwise you're sending something when it's still trying to read the print. Yeah. Some come up with some bullshit. I got some good stories about door knocking, cold calling. Not, no, no, this this is cold knocking, cold knocking on your door. I'm the, I'm not here to sell you a Bible or anything. I'm here to sell you some TV, phone, and internet. <laughs> so this is my first job out of college, right? Ninety percent of the population. Hates you guys. <laughs> but you know what? And that's why I said, you know what? I said, ah, I'm here to sell you some Verizon Fires. I could probably, if I really tried hard, I could probably remember my pitch. But I, I took it as, you know what? I said, this is the the bottom of the bottom for sales. Jordan Belfort used to go door to door. Selling meat off a selling truck. Meat, selling mortgages. Uh, Mark Cuban used to go door to door selling garbage bags as a kid. I was like, you know what? If I can learn anything from this, this will only make me better. Mm-hmm. Bill's character. Yeah. Because I was working six days a week, almost sometimes 12-hour days, rain, sleet, hail, or snow. I was out there. So I was in a tough neighborhood in Long Island, right? 
And what you had was you were able to have a once you made enough, like uh, you progressed in the period, you would get a tablet because originally you would go to the person's house, do everything over the phone. Then once you got like a, like, you know, an account executive type of way, like you bumped up one from like a salesperson, you got a tablet. So thank God for that tablet because it felt like it saved my life. So I'm in a rough neighborhood in, in Long Island. It's like maybe seven o'clock in like December. So it's dark and it's cold. I'm walking around and this dude comes up to me. He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, oh, I'm here just uh, selling some Verizon files. And he's like, literally just like, you're walking on the street. Yeah. Just some and he dude. just shows, he's like, what neighborhood would you in? Wine Dance. What? Wine Dance. Bruh. Bruh. Yo, I made money in Wine Dance. At seven o'clock at night in Wine Dance. Wine Dance, I made money. So. I'm in I'm in the street, walking to the next house. Guy comes to me, he goes, What are you doing? I said, I'm selling Verizon files. He's like, No, you're not. I was like, Yeah, I am. He's like, No, you're not. I'm like, uh, why why am I not? And he goes, You're a cop. And I go, I said, I have a Verizon jacket on. He goes, If you're not a cop, you hit this you hear this blunt. And I'm like, No. You know, I'm like, I get drug tested, sir. I, I have a job. I just like Verizon, you know, whatever. He's like, Nah, you'll hit this blunt. And I'm like, I don't want to. So I'm usually not quick on my feet. But this time I was. I guess it was a flight or flight response because I'm like, this is not going to be good. Yeah, like he, this guy about to fucking jump me right now. And his boy's yeah. about to come out yeah. from all fucking corners. And I'm about to be laying in a fucking pile on the floor. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> so I said, hey, have you ever had Verizon before? I'll show you. If you had a previous account, I'll pull it up on my tablet and it will show you. He goes, you know what? I have. I'm in collections with him, though. I said, all right. I said, regardless, it'll still pull it up. So, I got his name, Johnny Boombots, 123 Main Street. Yeah, it was put not it, Johnny Boombots in put it, in, put it in the tablet. <laughs> put it in the tablet. He owed, like, I don't know, $5,000 or something. So I Oh, said, he owed them? Oh, yeah. He didn't, like, he didn't pay his bill. So, I pulled the tablet, and I go, here. I said, look, see? It popped up. You know, if I didn't have the Verizon database, I wouldn't be able to show this. And he was like, all right. All right. I respect that. And he goes... I would just recommend just you probably leave soon. And I was like, say no more. And I left. And fucking out. <laughs> got in the car. I was like, I'm never doing that again. Did you yeah. ever go back to wine dance? Nope. I was like towards the I was like towards the like on my way out. So I was Bruh. like, I'm never fucking Bruh. doing that again. Negative. But Negative. Bro, he like comes up with me like got a blunt in his mouth, and I'm like, fuck, this is not gonna be good. And he was like pressing me. And I'm like, I'm like, you got I'm, I don't know what made me say it. I was like, hopefully this guy's Verizon. I'm like, give Verizon, I'll show you. And he says, I had in the past. I go, thank God. I said, give me your info. I'll put it in. For those of you who don't know, Wyandanche is a rough neighborhood in Long Island. Yeah. Not the best. Not the best neighborhood in Long Island. Lots of crime. Lots of, some shady shit goes on in Wyandanche. Not the best. I used to play, I used to play, um, play flag football in uh, Brentwood. Oh, boy. Well, I used to go, I used to play basketball in West Hempstead in the middle of like, the housing district in West Hempstead. Oh, shit. I played ball at uh, Coes Neck Park in Baldwin. Here's This ain't even a sales story, but I was like driving to go play ball because a, a kid that I played against in high school reached out to me on Facebook, connected somehow. He's like, hey, listen, I'm on a, I'm on a league, an outdoor league. We need an extra body. You want to come down? Are you still ball? I said, yeah, I still ball. I played in college. Of course, I still ball. So he, uh, I go down <laughs> and I'm driving <laughs> and... I'm I'm in I'm in a my a new Benz. I had a new Benz at the time, right? I just oh. bought myself a Benz, and I'm driving, 
and you get off the highway and it's in Baldwin. And again, Baldwin, not a great, not as bad as Wyandanche, but still not a great neighborhood. So now I'm going through and the close, and like, I don't know where the, the park is. I'm going deeper into the neighborhood, deeper and deeper. And there's just houses like boarded up, just deserted houses, boarded up houses, people like on the stoops, just doing <laughs> coke or crack or gambling, whatever the hell they, yeah, throwing dice in the, like, I'm talking, I'm in the middle I'm in the middle of the hood. I'm in the middle of the hood. You're in the ghetto, my friend. <laughs> and I pull up, and all of a sudden, here's the park. Mid- middle of the neighborhood. <laughs> and I'm driving my car. I'm like, I, I go to the parking lot. I quickly regret this decision. <laughs> I go to the parking lot, and there's there's no spots. And I go, fuck, I'm going to have to park on a side street. So I'm like, this ain't going to be good. I'm going to go play ball, come back. My car is going to be. I was like, I had a nice car, right? It was a brand new Benz. I'm like, black on black. And I go, yeah, gangster shit. So I'm like, shit, where the hell am I going to park? So I drive around for like 10 minutes, just driving around, driving around. I found like an Escalade, and I'm like, oh, I'll park behind the Escalade. I got a 50-50 shot. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I got a 50-50, yeah. man. They either go for the Escalade, they go for me. Uh, and I was probably overreacting. Nothing, obviously, nothing happened, but it was just funny because I'm like, I'm like, where the, I'm driving. I'm like, where the fuck am I? Like, yep. you and Wine Ranch, I'm like, where the fuck am I? Dude. But I, uh, another, so I'll, you said cold calling before. I do have a cold calling story. So when I moved, when I lived in Atlanta for when I worked for AT and T, part of their business, business sales leadership, business ethics, <laughs> business sales leadership development program (BSLDP). And so what that is is they take young kids out of college and young sales professionals all over the country, and they bring them down to Atlanta and they put them through a sales program, and then eventually they put them throughout the United States, you know, for in territories. So I was the only dude from New York. We had a dude from New Jersey. And we were the only real Northeast dudes. So, you know, essentially everyone thinks, oh, New York, New York. You know, you got, you have the, like, everyone thought I was in the mob. Everyone thought Everybody I was in the mob. Everybody thinks you're in the mob. Yep. Everything like that. I right? get that all the time. Are you connected? You in the yeah. mob? So, and most of the people in my class are from, uh, like, the, like, the South or the Midwest. So, everyone's a lot slower, calmer, nicer. So, we're banging out cold calls, right? Bye. Bang out. Bah, bah, bah. Mm, mm. Get money. Mm, mm. Get money. Well, this one guy calls me. I call this guy like in fucking Michigan. And uh, I didn't remember what I said. I was like, hey, yeah, this is Eric from AT&T. You know, uh, you know, we help small businesses, you know, with technology. Blah, 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 blah. And he goes, I don't need any technology for my business. I go, well, how do you, ma- how do you make any money? How do you run a business? And I kind of just said it like kind of being a comedian, just like, kind of giving it back he yeah. was like he was like i don't need any technology for my company and i go well how do you make any money how do you not use any technology and as soon as i i kind of i raised my voice i could see everyone's in the cubicle's head just going and just snap <laughs> everyone's head just snapped and i was like well how do you make any money and everyone was like what <laughs> so and then it's like that scene from wolf of wall street when they're like how the fuck did, did you, you do that? that hey john thank you for your vote of confidence and welcome to the investor center yeah. bye-bye How'd you fucking do that? I didn't do anything. He kind of hung up the phone on me. But everyone was like, "What? Why were you yelling at him?" I go, "I wasn't yelling. I was like, I was just, I was just matching his voice, raising my voice." Yeah. And he goes, oh. "Everyone was like, oh wow, Eric yells at people on the phone. I would never be able to do that." I was like, "I wasn't even yelling. I like, was, you, that's how we talk at the dinner yeah, table. I'm like, that's how we talk in New York. I'm like, I'm like, this guy's not even from New York. He's from Michigan. So, but I'll never forget because like the way I was sitting." I was like in the corner, so I had like 
some people over here in my peripheral and some people over here in my peripheral. So I was like, I was like, well, how do you make any money? And I could just see everyone's going, like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and ever since then, everyone was like, Eric yells at people on the phone. Eric yells at people on the phone. Eric's from oh, New York. Okay, Eric Eric's from New York. He's mean. I'm like, oh boy. I had a guy yell at me just the other day on the phone. So I had a, a customer that's, we had this big, so they're talking about, uh, they had an order. And obviously, with the whole COVID situation, we have factory shutdowns. You know, there's there was a fire in one of our factories. A lot of shit's going on, right? And essentially, we had, like, so for instance, all the factories that got shut down last year, right, we couldn't make any more product. Yet, we still had all the demand coming in. So a lot of demand coming in because people were just working from home. So we had all yeah. these medical business went through the roof, right? Everybody's, but we can't make the product. So fast forward, now we got this year, we had a company that's got um, small order, like not even a blip on the fucking radar, okay? This order is like $20,000 and we're a $7 billion company, okay? Yeah. Like peanuts. And it's not even the fact that it's a small order. It's also the fact that it's a customer that isn't a big target customer. It's not like an Apple, a Google, right? It's tiny little customer and i asked the, the guy the just dis, the distributor who handles who basically fulfills the orders he's like the middleman i asked him i said how much business did they do with you did they do with us last year he goes about thirty thousand dollars like all of all of 2020 he goes yes i'm like okay so which is nothing right i said how much are they slated for this year he goes this is the order twenty thousand pieces they got another uh, twenty thousand dollars they have thirty thousand pieces i'm like okay i said listen and they're asking for like Oh, we got to expedite it, expedite it. We got to pull in the delivery date, pull in the delivery. We need sooner. I'm like, listen, that's just not going to happen. I'm like, it's too small of an order. The comp- the customer is not a big customer of ours. I said, we're basically on allocation mode. Like, this is the amount of parts we got. And they're going to our top tier customers. Priority first. I said, it's the way it works. It's just the way it works, man. That's not just me. That's everybody. So they're, they're all, the customer's all pissed off. They go, they want to get on the call. They want to get on the call. They want to get on the call. I'm like, this, I'm going to tell them the same shit I told them in the email. Same thing I told you. They're like, we got to get a call. I'm like, all right. All they want to do is yell at me. I'm like, that's all they want to do. Yeah. Let's get on the call. I'm already wasting too much time with this. I got bigger fish to fry for this tiny oh, little bit, oh, right? Oh. So I'm already wasting too much time. So I get on the call. And a guy goes, uh, they have everybody, literally fucking like everybody. Um, I thought it was going to be a call with like me, the, the Disty guy, the account manager, the Disty account manager. And then like. The two customers, like the two guys from the customer. It was literally me, three guys from Disty, and like six people from the customer. So I'm on this call, right? And there's no like- You're a conference call. There's no like preparation. They just go, um, they go on a call, right? And they say, okay, you know, thanks for getting on the call, blah, blah, blah. I said, so tell us, where are we at? What's going on with the order? Like right to me. And I go, you invited me to the call. So typically like the general rule of thumb is you- in- introduce the call, introduce everybody on the call. How, how How's everybody doing? Blah, blah, blah. Like bring it in. Nothing. Just boom, like direct. Direct. I go, okay. So I go through my spiel. I tell them everything. I'm like, listen, this is the market environment we're in. So unfortunately, we're only top tier customers or expedite. I said, there's really nothing. You got to put yourself in. I, I was like, put it, I put myself yeah. in their shoes. Like, I totally understand, yeah. right? You be understanding. You be sympathetic. I get it, right? I said, I'd be doing the same thing you are, but you got to put yourself in my shoes. I said, if I were to bring 20,000 piece order to a $7 billion company and I bring it up to food chain, I'm going to get fucking laughed at. Okay, so I'm just telling them like it is. I said, listen, I, 
I'm just being honest with you. I always appreciate when somebody else is honest with me and it doesn't sugarcoat anything. I'm telling you like it is, yeah. right? Go through my whole spiel for like 15 minutes. And I'm talking to like basically the CEO of this company. Going through the whole spiel, 15, 20 minutes. And all of a sudden, after 20 minutes, this guy unmutes himself. He goes, that's bullshit. He goes, I'm sorry. I've been listening for 20 minutes, and I haven't heard one honest or genuine thing from your your mouth. You're freaking bullshit. I'm, and he, the guy, he goes to the CEO. I'm sorry, Mr. CEO, but I, that's bullshit. And he just, like, I can't believe what I'm hearing yelling at me over the phone. I'm just like, who the fuck you think you talking to? This motherfucker right here. I said, and then the CEO chimes in. He's, he goes, listen. He goes, you can obviously tell that we're frustrated. And I can tell in my, in my head, I'm thinking, I go, there's a reason why Mr. CEO is where he is. And Mr. That's bullshit is where he is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because this guy can control. This guy can't control his emotions. This guy goes, listen, man. So, you know, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, I want to get on a weekly phone call with you. I'm like, I'm not getting on no weekly phone call. Oh. I'm like, get out of here. But <laughs> after 20 minutes, I'm talking to the CEO. And we're talking fine. I'm, and we're understanding each other. This guy, that's bullshit. Oh. <laughs> we're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Pump the brakes, guy. All right. Fucking crazy, man. People are. It's like control your emotions, man. Are you like be professional? I'm a, I'm a bottled glass of emotions. Like be professional. You can you can state your opinion, yeah. your frustrations, but don't be like, yo, that's bullshit. You're oh. being dishonest. I go, I'm not being dishonest. I said, sir, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but this is the truth. I'm telling you the truth, right? Yeah. I kept my emotions in check. This guy over here is fucking. Yeah, he'd be like, yo, fuck you, but no, it doesn't work. I'm almost be like, all right, Karen, sit down. <laughs> all right, Karen, chill the fuck out. What time we got? We got about, oh yeah, about five more minutes or so. Five more minutes. Any last minute story we could think of? Oh, I got a funny drunk story. But I felt like I felt like I was just telling you a story for. Yeah, you 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 were just telling me a long. I know. I got a funny drunk story. Oh, I got a, I got one. That's not a drunk story, but I got. Do you want to tell yours first since I went? Sorry, you go because I yeah I felt I felt bad. It was a long story. I felt bad. My mind is it's it it is yeah okay it's it's a sales story. So I was at a like a sales training down in Florida, right? So before the training, first day of the training, I got to go to the bathroom. So I use the public facilities, you know, got to do got to do my business. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, take care of your business. Take care of my business. So I'm hanging out in the bathroom by myself, and I hear this door clank on my drive. Oh, disheveled. Yeah, disheveled. <laughs> What's going on here? So I'm just trying to do my business. I see peace, the guy man. over there. I see the guy. I don't see the guy. I hear the guy go over to the urinal, right? And he's... He's peeing, and he's just like grunting and like moaning. But like, I know he's peeing because it sounds gross. I can hear him. You can hear. You can hear. You can hear him. Pe- I you can hear splash. him go to the bathroom. Yeah. And he's and he's like, Ugh. Ugh. you have a freaking like UTI or something? And I, for like forty five seconds, like I took a snapshot of it, and I, for like forty five seconds, and I'm like, what the fuck is this motherfucker doing? So whatever. He gets to he get he finishes his business. He stops munting and groaning. Then the the toilets are usually in front of the ba- uh, the, the the sink, so it has a little crack, so you can kind of see it. So I can see he's wearing like this really vibrant shirt. I'm like, all right. So then I go, I finish, I go into my my class for training, and then I sit down and I sit down and it's like a giant U. So I sit down kind of in the middle, and the guy oh at the end is the dude in the bathroom. No, and I'm no. Like, so like whatever, and he he didn't really. Say, it was like a week training. He didn't say really much at all. But like throughout the week, all the people that I were meeting, I was like, yo, I'm like, I'm like, you know, so and so. I'm like, look at this video I have. And they're like, you have a video of him. I'm like, 
The first day I went to the bathroom, listen to this fucking shit he's making. And everyone's like, bro, what the hell? So the quick story is that, so I'm in KOP somewhere. I forgot again where it was, but um, no, it doesn't matter. where. I, I, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I'm, I'm going back to, um, uh, I'm with somebody and we were staying at different hotels because I'm a Marriott and they were a Hilton, right? So we're staying at different hotels. And on the ride back to his hotel, I pa- I drove past. There was like a bar and a, a billiards hall, right? Like I'm like, oh shit, they got a billiards hall there. So the guy was gonna go go back early because he had to do something. I said, oh, you know, I'm just gonna go to the billiards hall. I'm gonna shoot some pool, right? We had just got back from dinner. He had a couple glasses of wine. I'm like, not going in yet. I'm like, fuck it, man. Yeah. I'm gonna go shoot some pool on Company Dollar, right? So I go to this bill. I go to this pool hall, and. Uh, so I walk past it, right? I, I go there. I, I go up there, and I'm drinking um, Grey Goose Doubles, oh. right? I was like, let me get Grey Goose on the rocks with um with a, a lemon, right? And I'm shooting pool, right? Shooting pool. Oh, and this was – oh, I was in fucking Canada. I was in Canada at the time. So I remember I having, like, trouble with getting money out of the vending machine. Like, they thought it was fraud, right? So I had to call up. So the first strike was, like, they don't accept credit card, only cash. Motherfucker. So I go to, like, ATM machine. Second strike, ATM machine don't freaking work in work on America. The, so I'm like, I should have just fucking turned back and went home, right? And so I finally call up to come and get the cash wherever. I start shooting pool. And I'm playing pool, playing pool, shooting, shooting. Let me get a double. Let me get another double. Let me get fucking getting licked up right now, okay? Liquored up. I'm getting freaking liquored up, right? So I'm shooting, right? And then all of a sudden, I'm like, all right. And now it gets to the point where I'm like, I'm not like, I'm not shooting well. <laughs> the ball, yeah. like the ball is moving. Like, all right, time to fucking go home. I get the bill. I walk back to my hotel. I get into the hotel, and I go to the. the um, I get into the, the hotel room, right? I go up, up to the floor, and I had like a really weird number. Like I remember my room number being like thirteen oh thirty five. So it was like floor thirteen, room thirty five, right? Some weird number. So I go into the uh, elevator, and I go up. I'm like. The fuck is 1335 I'm like it's not fucking here I was like I'm on so I'm walking around and I'm like go back in the elevator go back I'm like what the fuck I can't find my damn room so I go to the front desk and I'm like excuse me can you help me out find my room I was like I can't seem to find it and she's like what's your room number it's like it's 13035 she goes honey that's the other hotel about blocked out. I'm like, what? She goes, don't worry, it happens all the time. She's like, this is the this is like the courtyard Marriott. You're at like the JW Marriott. I was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. But I think about it the next time I walk. I was like in a totally different wrong hotel, and I'm like, I went up the stairs, trying to up the elevator, trying. I'm like, where the fuck's my room? I was. I don't even think they had 13 floors in that hotel. Oh my god. Oh my. And she goes, it happens all the time. But I think about it the next day. I go, I probably walked up. I'm like, Skooky, I'm five thirteen. Way up, I feel blessed. Oh, <laughs> dude, that's classic. I walked in the wrong fucking hotel. Like, you see me in the? I was like, dude, what the fuck? I was like up and down the hallways. Like, god damn, I can't find damn room. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not this drunk. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was, man. Shit, shit. Well, we're gonna end on that note. That's gonna do it. Justin not being able to find his <laughs> damn hotel room. So if you like this video, please hit the like button. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give it a a five-star like, a rating on all the podcast platforms. Leave us a comment if you want. Follow Justin at the Dapper Cigar. Follow your boy over here, Eric, at the Brother Cigar. Follow the Burn Down Podcast. We're going to get rid of – we're going to leave the Burn Down Academy Instagram. 
but we're going to start transferring all the other videos to yes. the Burn Down Podcast so it's all in central, one centralized yeah, location. Yeah. But uh, that's going to do it for today. So thank you guys for joining, watching, listening. Until Get next- yourself a clean-ass T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Make sure you go DM us either on the Burn Down Brother Adapted Cigar. We'll send you over a T-shirt. And uh, cheers to that. That's it. Salud. Salud. Salud.